This is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Agriculture is highly dependent on good weather, high and low temperatures, amount of rainfall, wind intensity, and many other variables play a key role in how well the harvest turns out. In Nigeria, many climatic occurrences have been witnessed over the years, and some have affected agricultural practices and food production. One of the latest is a sandstorm that was observed in Yola Adamawa State. Just as the people of the area were trying to make sense out of the sandstorm, in its annual report, the Nigerian Meteorological Agency, NIMET, advised farmers to hold back on planting. What do farmers make of these developments? I had a chat with a farmer who has a farm in Yola Adamawa State. My name is uh, Shiro Musamanufashi. I'm a retired director of the Federal Civil Service. Okay. You also own a farm? Yeah, I did. You know, uh, you see the constitution of Nigeria and the rules and regulation governing civil service and any other federal government appointment allows you to farm. Okay. That was during when the President Obasanjo was the head of state, the military head of state. Okay. Okay, sir. Uh, okay. So, um, yes, this sandstorm did it affect your farmland? Yeah, they took. I, they, they, uh, we lost uh, a very big locust bean tree. Mm. It's uh, I, I believe you know what is locust bean tree. Yes, I do. Uh huh. So we one of them, a very huge one, was broken by the wind. That shows you the strength of the wind okay. and it's a clear indication of impact of climate change okay, that so, is uh, being taking place everywhere in the world. Okay, so have you experienced this before? Not at uh, this uh, intense, not at uh, this intense. Okay, so but bef- the first time you experienced it, what year was that and were you, what were you able to do to prevent it from hitting you hard this time around? You see, to mitigate a climate disaster, it's not a small work that you need to do. It's not as easy as doing. For instance, now, five days ago, we had this sandstorm. Uh, if you want to start doing something about that, you have to create belt of trees running into several kilometers, already at least in your farm, to surround it with a lot of trees that will break the wind, the speed of the wind. And that cannot be done actually by individuals. Okay. What you can do to make strong roofing and so on, okay. but for generality, the government just has to come in there. So so, so if this sandstorm continues, would it affect planting for you? Certainly. It's going to be a very big issue for the whole nation. My Kazana State gives about 30% of the maize that is consumed in Nigeria and Guinea. We provide about 60% of the cotton that is produced in Nigeria. We provide the seed and uh, cotton seed as well that they make into vegetable oil. We, we produce a lot of things. So if this thing continues, it will affect us in the first instance and it will affect the country in general. That was a farmer there speaking. Why was there a windstorm? Why did Nimet ask farmers to hold back? My colleague, Awa Muhammad had a chat with a representative of the Nigerian Meteorological Agency. I'm Harun Zakari, the general manager of agrometeorology in Nigerian Meteorological Agency. Well, the rainstorm we had uh, those states, uh, you made mention, I think there are about two states, uh, Kasina and uh, Taraba State. 
those are pre-onset activities. We define them scientifically. Those pre-onset activities are usually activities at the onset of the season, but the season has not established. So it is more or less a forms onset. So it comes with characteristic high intensity uh, velocity uh, winds. And this kind of winds are susceptible to throwing uh, trees around, uh, blowing off roofs to some extent, even blowing off uh, buildings. Mm. So this is a characteristic of the early uh, of the false onset. Those activities are, are always uh, expected, and they've been predicted. It is normal based on the activities. Yes, and we call it all convective activities, which will enhance sudden. Uh, northward pole of the intercontinental discontinuity. Oh, okay. The of moisture into the country, this will cause all this kind of activities. That is why we call, uh, we caution that the public should take note of that and they should take action to avoid uh, losses and uh, loss of properties. Okay. NIMED has yes. advised farmers to hold off on planting. Any reason in particular? Like not yes. to plant uh, the moment rain started dropping, they should give time. There is a great reason for giving those kind of advisories. We call them advisories. Based on the prediction we had, the onset is usually uh, a scientific calculation. Looking at uh, the normality of rainfalls, rain will start after maybe two, three weeks before the initial uh, onset. So these are what we call false onset. Mostly our farmers will get carried away that they go to the farm, which not just clearing their farms, but they go ahead even making uh, planting. But, but the onset has a lot of relationship to do with the moisture content in the soil. This moisture content scientifically will have to be at a level of about minimum of 50% before we can start planting. So by all these activities, first initial two, three, four, five rainfalls that take place, the moisture content on the soil, not enough to sustain plant growth. And that is why we're always advising farmers not to plant because we're afraid they may eventually lose their initial investment. They lost initial investment in terms of labor, investment in terms of the seeds they planted. At the end of the day, there will be no profitability in the, in the venture. So is there any climate occurrence that might affect food production that farmers should look out for this year? Well, the, looking at the prediction, normally the prediction is not too much different from that of 2020, 2021. But however, there are certain things I think we should look at. In locations, based on the prediction, there are certain locations that may have uh, some impact on their season. Some may have delayed onset. While generally it is a normal, it, the onsets are normal. But some few areas will have delayed onset and some few areas will have early cessation. So these are implications that we have to look at the right varieties of crops to plant. And then there are some areas we made some predictions of the uh, what we call the dry spell. So areas we expect those dry spells to also look at look at it critically. We have the dry spell uh, mostly which affects the northern part of the country. Uh, that is starting from the May, month of May down to the month of August. So it is more going to be pronounced in the month of May where we have an extent of severe to moderate and mild uh, uh, dry spell. After the season has established, you have some number of these that will run without uh, without rains. And this is very critical for the farmer. They will have to look for options. Mm -hmm. And this has been scattered when you look at it, mostly affecting the uh, extreme northern part of the country. 
maybe through Jigawa, part of Kasuna State, part of Yobe State, part of Borno State. This time around, Nasarawa State and Plateau State, part of uh, Sokoto State, are also going down. We're having some impact into Oyo State. So those are critical things we should look at and then take care of alternative adaptive options so that we can we can sustain our production processes. Okay. So finally, yes. sir, if uh, somebody wants to get additional information concerning all you've mentioned, where can somebody lay hands on? Well, NIMED have uh, offices across all the 36 states of the Federation. So we have NIMED offices all the states and all the airports in the country will have uh, representatives, NIMED offices. And our head office is in Abuja at the airport uh, headquarters in Abuja. So we can always be reached on that. That is one. And also we have our website, www.nimed.gov.ng. And we can also be reached on uh, handles, all the social media handles. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on uh, YouTube. That was a representative of the Nigerian Metrological Agency. You are listening to Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to this and other episodes of our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM, it's 9.9 in Yola, and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. We'll be going on break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Daily Trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Daily Trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Daily Trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to or download our podcast on Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. In this episode, we're looking at how climate change will affect food production and farming in 2022. Before we went on break, we spoke to a farmer who told us how climate change affected him. We also had a chat with a representative of NIMET who educated us on why Nigeria is experiencing windstorms at this point. Will the windstorm have any effect on planting this year? Well, I had a chat with a professor in agriculture and this is what he had to say. I'm Professor Mohamed Fabuji Ishiaku. I'm the executive director and uh, chief executive officer of the Institute for Agricultural Research of Amadou Bello University in Zaria. Let me start by saying that these are the characteristics of the changing climate that we are witnessing. Some 40 years ago, this kind of storm doesn't exist except in the extreme northern part of the country. But uh, progressively, it has uh, found itself into the um, almost the middle northern part of the country 
which are all the indicators of the cha- changes that we are going to continue to witness in the coming years if mm. the global climate change initiatives is not put into practice. Now, uh, let me come back to your question that what does it imply for agriculture? Yes. If this continues, it means that uh, seeds that are sown in the ground can be blown away mm. and um, and so you will not have uh, anything reasonable that will germinate. Uh, that will eventually affect the total harvest that could be uh, recorded by our farmers. By and large, it is going to be a very, it will have a very significant negative effect on our agriculture if this should continue. But if it stops at the beginning of the rainy season as it does in the last five years, then it may not have any significant impact. Okay, sir. Um, but at this point in time, if it continues, what do you think the farmers can do to protect their crops? Well, I don't think if we have any conventional measures to protect against uh, storms of this nature, okay. uh, most especially, not even in the extreme northern parts that are more more used to it uh, than it is even less likely here uh, in places like Zaria and uh, some some other a little bit more southerly places. So farmers uh, don't have much to protect their crops against storms as it is. Okay, so if this continues, we might most likely see um, a drop in food production in the country in general. It is going to be very, very negative against food production efforts in the country. That was Professor Mohamed Faguji Isiaku, a professor in agriculture, speaking. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. Now, if you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, or if you have questions or comment, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. You can also reach us via social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now. Mm-hmm.